The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Everybody is ready for a nice 13-game slate. We're almost, one of these days, we'll get that 15-gamer. It's coming. I feel it. Uh, we got 13 games on tap. we got some pretty good pitching. And the middle the middle of the pack is pretty, pretty intriguing. I'll tell you that much. There's a lot to like, uh, or at least take gambles at tonight uh, if you make a few lineups. Uh, the four-game slate was something. I'll say that much. It, it had a little bit of everything to it. Uh, Barrios just absolutely filthy, and he just shows you why. There's many nights where I hate taking aces, but there's certain days where you just kind of have to roll with the chalk. Um, uh, in the twelve dollars single entry, he was seventy four percent, seventy four percent, pretty darn crazy. But if you didn't have him, you weren't cashing. So it's one of those kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't situations. But uh, let's move on to your. Friday, April 13th. Hopefully it's not a bad omen, April 13th. And we got Garrett Cole as our top price guy. But before we do that, let's talk about the weather. We have some more windy situations. Colorado out, Washington, wind blowing out to center at about 17 miles an hour. Toronto, Cleveland blowing out about 12 miles an hour right center. New York, Detroit, good chances of rain, especially as the game goes on. You got Milwaukee and the Mets blowing out to left center at 11 miles an hour. White Sox, Twins, wind blowing in at about 80 miles an hour, or not 80 miles an hour. It's blowing in a bit, but there's 80% plus chances of rain and snow throughout the night. So I am no meteorologist, but I'd be kind of surprised if the White Sox, Minnesota gets into play. So don't get your heart set too much on those two teams. Uh, Angels at Royals blowing out to left center field about 18 miles an hour. Chances of rain in that one. And then... Giants Padres blowing in from left center about 10 miles an hour. So you got a good chance, I'm thinking, of a postponement in Minnesota between the White Sox and the Twins. And then the uh, Yankees at Tigers and Angels at Royals. Good chances of rain, especially as the night goes on there. It's going to be cold and wet. Uh, that Midwest is getting another just thump of bad weather. So something to keep an eye on there. When you're looking at the totals on tonight's slate, because we don't get the Braves at the Cubs day game, we don't get the Cardinals at the Reds because they start 20 minutes too early. DraftKings, you suck. You really suck. Um, 
But uh, we got Rockies at Nationals, total nine. Baltimore at Red Sox, nine and a half. Brewers at Mets, eight and a half. Yankees, Tigers, waiting on that one. Phillies, Rays, eight. Pirates, Marlins, eight. Jays, Indians, nine. White Sox, Twins are waiting on that one. Uh, Rangers, Astros, eight. Angels, Royals, nine. D-backs, Dodgers, seven. There's something to keep in mind. A's, Mariners, eight. Giants, Padres, eight. So you have a nine in Anaheim and the Royals, but that's sketchy to play. Yeah, nine in the Blue Jays and the Indians. You got a nine and a half between the Orioles and the Red Sox, a nine between the Rockies and the Nationals, and two totals we're still waiting on. Let's get at it. I already mentioned it. Garrett Cole is your high-priced pitcher on the slate at $12,100, and he's been nothing but outstanding to start the season. He'll be at home against the Texas Rangers. His last start was at home. Seven innings, five hits, no earned, 11 Ks versus the San Diego Padres. Then he faced Texas in Texas prior to that. Seven innings, two hits, one earned, 11 Ks. So if you get a trend, he's gone seven in both starts, 11 Ks in both starts. He's got 34.8 and 36.8 DraftKings points. You don't expect that every day. If you do that, that's outstanding. But facing a Texas team that's office just isn't that good right now. Um, total of or the, the team strikes out about over 22% of the time. We know how well Garrett Cole's pitching. He's pitching out of his mind. And the Rangers have the lowest total on the slate at 3.2, the lowest by about a tenth or so. Lefties do hit 333, righties 289. So there's always that you know question, can Joey Gallo take him deep or Nomar Mazzara or something like that, maybe – Church and Profar gets into one, or Drew Robinson. Those are the names I'm telling you because you're not as scared of those as you, you usually would be. So Garrett Cole at 12-1, if you're paying up, is in a phenomenal spot. And he's one of the top-priced options on the slate for a reason. So I have no problem with Garrett Cole if you're going to go that way. Zach Greinke, 11,300 at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Zachary Greinke coming off a rocky start at the Cardinals. Five innings, nine hits, five earned, five Ks. But prior to that, Threw pretty well against Colorado, picking up nine Ks and five and two thirds. It's an interesting start because the Dodgers' offense really hasn't got clicking yet. We talked about it a couple episodes ago. This is just what they did last year. They started out slow, but one thing they aren't doing much is striking out seventeen percent of the time. It's not ideal. Granky does have a twenty-seven percent K rate as he's and Granky hasn't got gotten through six innings yet in his first two starts. Also, another slight concern. He's given up a thirty-five point three percent hard contact rate. All things that kind of might worry you a bit, but I do look at him as an option in this top tier. The uh, Dodgers have the third lowest total on the slate of 3-7. Lefty's 283, righty's 287. So it's more of a control thing with with Granky right now. And I'll keep taking that gamble with him as we go. Because swinging strike rate still 12.6%, which is outstanding. Getting a good ground ball rate of almost 46%. So there's a lot to like there with Granky in a good pitching ballpark in L.A. So he's on the slate at 11-3. Uh, last guy at 9,500 is Mike Clevenger at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays offense can be sneaky, and they've been very, very good versus right-handed pitching this year. If you uh, read that Josh Cole article I talk about a lot, the one he had earlier this week or last time, I guess Toronto's Wednesday or Monday, um, they are one of the best teams versus right-handed pitching right now, which is weird because they got a lot of right-handed power. So they're doing really, really good against uh, reverse-handedness or same-handedness in theory. But you got uh, – Clevenger, who only got you 15.3 points his last start at Kansas City, where he had seven and a third, gave up one earned, only four Ks, but he, 10 hits. That's what killed him. Start prior to that, 22.4 at the Angels. He's at home against a Toronto Blue Jays team that will strike out at over 26% of the time. Uh, that's something to definitely keep in mind. If he can get the walks in order, swing strike rate's over 12%, which is outstanding for Mike Clevenger. Uh, this kid's going to get better and better and better. Toronto's uh, team total... We are waiting on, I believe, or no, no. 
uh, is 4-3, which is not bad. Lefties hit 351, righties 263, and that's kind of the thing I wanted to mention because they have a lot of righty bats we're worried about there. There, The lefties, you got like Justin Smoke, uh, Morales is out. There's not a lot that just stands out right, right out the gate that, that scares you. It's a righty-heavy team, and Clevenger can kind of carve that up if he's got his pitches working. So at 95, I do like him quite a bit. So you're 9K and above. I have <clears throat> I have Clevenger 1, Cole 2, Granky 3. Only reason I have Clevenger over Cole is I think they have the same potential upside, and he's saving you 20, uh, yeah, 2600 bucks. That's the only reason why. Cole, to me, is by far the top option on the slate. But one reason why I like to do quick hits, and I wanted to bring this up, I like to point out the different ways about it because any, excuse my language, slapdick can tell you to play the top price guy at every position. That's simple. I listen to a lot of podcasts, not DFS as much as regular, just baseball stuff. But every now and then I'll tune into DFS just to see what's going on. And I just laugh when the guy goes, oh, yeah, you got to play, you know, Bryce Harper. He's the top option on slate. No shit. Like, really? You, you, you tell I, I tuned in for this. This is what you know. I'm here to give you kind of a different angle on things. Make your mind think a little more to build those different lineups. That's the only reason why I'm saying Clevenger is number one to me. But if you want to pay up Cole, by far, best option on the slate. But that's Captain Obvious type stuff. Let's get into the 8s and the 7K range. Kicking off with Tanner Roark. 8700 bucks at home against the Colorado Rockies. Man, so much for that theory of Colorado sucking for the first game out of Coors. This team... Well, let's say DJ LeMahieu looks a little different these days. If, if we were not in the, if we were still in the steroid area, I'd have a lot of questions because this is not what DJ LeMahieu does. He does not hit home runs outside of Coors Field, and I think he has like four or five already this year. It's ridiculous. But we've got Tanner Rourke, eighty-seven hundred bucks. He's always been much, much better at home than on the road in his career. But he's coming off a rocky home start against the New York Mets. But that Mets team did strike out nine times in five innings, which I like to see, and. They are hitting very, very good with a lot of lefties in that lineup because look at the Rockies. They have a total of about 4.1. Lefties, 359. Righties, 261 off Tanner Rourke. So it's the lefties that, that, that get you for the most part, and that's where you get concerned. But without a, potentially without Charlie Blackman, that is ideal. you got Carlos Gonzalez, of course, and a couple other options out there. Maybe Tony Walters catches. Again, that's not something that should scare you by any means. But th- there are options there, and uh, I do like Rourke at 8700 bucks. The Rockies do strike out over 22% of the time. So at 8,700, there's decent upside with work. Always gamble the way that Rockies team is swinging it right now, but he is in play at that price tag. At 7,900 bucks, you got Vince Velasquez. This guy is like, he's always hit and miss. He's Jekyll and Hyde out there. He's 7,900. He's got great, great stuff. But like at Atlanta, two and two thirds, nine hits, seven runs, four earned, minus 0.6 points. Then his last start out against the Miami Marlins at home. Six innings, four hits, one earned, six Ks, 24.5. And that's the kind of bipolarness you see with Vince Velasquez. But he's in a phenomenal matchup tonight against the Tampa Bay Rays. Team that strikes out over 22% of the time in a good pitcher's ballpark there in Tampa. If he's not walking, guys, he has a shot to make this interesting. He has that tremendous K upside, which you really like to target. Tampa Bay has a total right around four. Um... You know, if Vince is off, this could get ugly. But it's one of those kind of boomer bust plays in that mid-price range. That's why I told you starting out as mid-price is, is really tempting. And him at 79, there's a guy I'm about to mention at 77 that a lot of people are going to flock to because of his hot start. Vince Velasquez has tremendous upside and could put it together a 25-plus point performance the way the Rays bats can just go ice cold at times. So Vince Velasquez is definitely on the radar. Then you got a guy like... 
um, Andy Trig- Andrew Triggs for the Oakland A's at seventy seven hundred bucks at the Seattle Mariners. Again, Seattle's one of those questionable lineups at times. Uh, you got Triggs, who's just been outstanding in his first two starts. Uh, he's only gone five and five and two thirds. That's one thing I don't like. But he's got six Ks and seven Ks, so thirteen Ks and ten and two thirds innings. He's been getting his ground ball working. Something you know I like to target when I'm targeting my pitchers. And he's facing a Seattle team strikes out twenty and a half percent at the time. Uh, Triggs has got a swinging strike rate over ten, a ground ball rate of almost fifty percent. That's the thing that stands out big time at that price tag. I do like that ground ball rate a ton. Seattle's team total is. One of the lower ones on the slate at 3.94. It's two for fifth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 278, righty's 331. So he's got reverse splits out there. But Nelson Cruz might be back tonight. Keep that in mind. He might be back. But as a whole, this is a tremendous upside start from Andy Triggs. Good spot to pitch in in Safeco. Lots to like with this young arm. Then it gets a little more interesting. A guy that no one I think is going to own, but you always want to at least look at the pitcher against the Miami Marlins. And that's Chad Cool. If you're too cool for Chad, don't use him. But he's coming off of a five innings, two earned seven Ks against the Cincinnati Reds for 15.9. Against Detroit, he got you 12 points and five and two thirds. He's one of those kind of cash game, good floor with little upside type guys. GPP, every once in a while, he blows up. But I wanted to mention him because Miami strikes out almost 26% of the time. And that's why we like to target Miami. Plus that ballpark, if the roof's closed, great pitchers park, it's... Uh, it's, the weather's been pretty warm and, and humid, so when they open the roof, it, it does liven that place up a bit right now. So keep that in mind. But Cool has that ability to get it done at the same time. He has walk issues and the caveat that lefties love him some Cool. But the Marlins the fourth lowest total at 3.9. Lefties 375, righties 307. So like Justin Bohr, Derek Dietrich, those type of bats are very, very live in this matchup and guys to target for value. But when you're looking at a cheap pitcher with upside, Chad Cool at 73 is definitely on that radar. The last guy in this range is a guy I really like, and I think he's mispriced. Uh, and, and given Minnesota can't hit the ball, we get it. They're, they're playing well. But Ronaldo Lopez at 7200 bucks at the Minnesota Twins, given this game likely to get snowed out. So keep that in mind. But he's had two great starts. And so, if, you know, they get snowed out, he starts tomorrow. Remember this stuff. But he's gone seven innings, two hits, one earned, or no earned, six innings, two hits, one earned. On a solo shot in his two starts, he's got five and six Ks, so 11 Ks. He's averaging over 21 drafting points per start. He's been very, very effective. 91 pitches his last time out, 100 pitches prior. He's been very, very, very good. Showing um, he's not walking guys. That was always a major problem with him. Um, and when you look at the breakdown, oh, there he is. Minnesota strikes out over 26% of the time. So another group to just really, really target out there. Big time strikeout stuff. It is concerning. He only has a 31% ground ball rate, so that can be bad against teams like that. But uh, keep him in mind when you're looking at things. Lefties do it 332, righties 261. There's a lot of – there's a decent amount of lefties, like Kepler, Maurer, Rosario, maybe Grossman, stuff like that. But a lot of their other thumps to know, um, Dozier from the right side. So at that price point, Lopez is very good at 7,200. So let me rank your 7 and 8K guys for you. Tanner Rourke, number one. Andy Triggs, number two, Ronaldo Lopez, number three, Vinny Velasquez, number four, and Chad Cool, number five. Now let's talk about the bottom of the basement pitchers. We'll start with Andrew Heaney of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, 5900 bucks, making his first start of the year off of injury. Um, 
We saw Tropiano actually pitch amazing. This That's why that Kansas City team can be so tilting. They are better versus left-handed pitching. That is one thing to keep in mind when you break it down. But other than that, you know, Kansas City strikes out almost 25% of the time. Heaney was a good strikeout arm before he got hurt last year. Good swinging strike rate. Lots of fly balls. That is a concern. The wind is blowing out, but there is a chance of rain also in that one. Um, and when you look at Kansas City, their total is 4-3 in the middle of the slate, a little higher in the middle. Uh, last year, lefties hit 341, righties 476 off Heaney. So he was hittable at times, but he also had those starts where he was amazing. He was the, the prototypical 5-6K and 6K pitcher for us last year. It was the boomer bust. When he went off, it was great. You could have all the bats, the top-tier pitcher. You could match him with the Garrett Cole and see what happens. But there's other nights where you're just like, well, shit, that's why he was 5 or 6K. What are you going to do? So he has that big-time upside. Kansas City does have some good right-handed bats and remember the threat of rain. But those are options for you. The guy I'm looking at, and it's kind of interesting because the San Francisco Giants, uh, since I do watch them closely, they are hitting the ball. And I knew, I said that going on my Around the Bases preview show with Mo and stuff. I mentioned the Giants' bats being much better. I try to take all the homerism out I can. It's pretty simple when you see them pick up guys like McCutcheon and Longoria. Last year was so dreadful, it was just pathetic. They got it done last night, scoring seven runs. They've been scoring four or five runs pretty often for the last week or so. They're going up against Tyson Ross. Tyson Ross wants a phenomenal pitcher. He got hurt. He got shipped around a few teams. He's back in San Diego, kind of where he really got his mojo going. He's coming off a good start at the Astros. Six innings, six hits, four earned. He had two homers, but seven Ks. 15.9 points. Start before that, got you 11 points against the Rockies in San Diego. He's 5,600 bucks. So if he can get you, you know, double digits, you're going to be happy. Gets you 15 plus. There's big upside. Facing a Giants team that, you know, can be hit and miss. They did get some help last night. At 5600 bucks, I'm just saying there is upside there. The Giants right now are striking out over 26% of the time. That is pretty tremendous. So you got to watch out for the walks from Ross. If he's got that ground ball sinker working, you're going to be in business with him with the K coming every once in a while. The Giants team total, even facing a guy in 5600 is 3.98. It is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 lowest on the slate. 6 lowest. Lefty's 342, righty's 386. Like I said, he has been hittable, but at the same time, he has shown the ability to to limit the damage, get your strikeouts, and he's got a low team total he's facing at 5600 bucks. He's definitely on the radar as a punt option. So the pitchers we're looking at here on the bottom, Tyson Ross 1, Andrew Heaney number 2. Let's recap your pitching for you real quick. You got uh, up top at the 9K and above, Clevenger 1, Cole 2, Granky 3. Remember, it's just Clevenger 1 because you're saving 2600 bucks. Cole is the best option. In the middle, in the sevens and the eights, you got Tanner Rourke, Andrew Triggs, Ronaldo Lopez, Vinny Velasquez, Chad Cool. in that order. That's kind of how I'm ranking them out there. And then down below, Tyson Ross and Andrew Heaney will wrap up your pitching for tonight. All right, before we get into the bats, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com. Go check them out. It's a new way to play fantasy sports. It's a great way to play fantasy sports. You can play for as little as a dollar a night. You have uh, snake-style drafts. You pick your team. You walk away. If someone gets scratched, they let you know. You can make changes to your lineups. They have all sports. Right now we're talking baseball. Um, they'll have good stuff for the basketball and the hockey playoffs. But baseball, one-man, three-man, six-man, ten-mans. You can do tournaments. You can do one-night onlys. So many options you can do. It's tons and tons of fun. You know, It's not like DraftKings where your mini guys, like I said, bury us 70% owned, 75% owned. Only one guy owned it last night in your, in your draft. It, it, it's a great thing, super quick, tons of fun. 
Um, check it out. And when you make your first deposit, you use promo code SD Sports. You get entry into a free $3 tournament. And if you don't like it, they'll refund you up to 100 bucks. They'll call it good. Remember, use promo code SD Sports at checkout. Get entry into a free $3 tournament and go try Draft. It's an absolute blast. Check it out in your, in your app store under Draft or Draft.com. Now let's talk about the bats on tonight's slate. We'll start at the catcher's position. You got Gary Sanchez kicking off at 4400 bucks. He's been on a tear. He had a couple homers the other night. Big uh, two-run double last night to kind of bail guys out. He's 4400 It's Mike Fires. Fires coming off a really good start his first time out. Not the guy to get worried about, of course. When you're looking at the New York Yankees, they got um, – we're still waiting on their total. But lefty's 338, righty's 358 off Mike Fires. So, obviously, you got to give Gary Sanchez a look at 4400 bucks. Uh, the farther down you go, you got guys like Buster Posey versus Tyson Ross is okay. But Evan Gaddis at 3600 against Cole Hamels. Uh, Gaddis crushes left-handed pitching, absolutely crushes it. When you look at the uh, Astros team total of 4.81, it's third highest on the slate. Again, lefty's 217, but righty's 335 off Cole Hamels. So Evan Gaddis at 36 is in play. You got Francesco Cervelli, a guy I like to target. I mentioned him the last few times. He's up to 3400 bucks. He went deep yesterday facing the lefty Dylan Peters from the Miami Marlins. Lefty's 447, righty's 343. So both sides are getting him good. So give uh, Cervelli a look at $3,400. Uh, the farther down you go... You got guys like Johnny Lucroy. When we get to BVP, he's crushed Mike Leake. Lucroy's $3,300. The Oakland A's have a team total of four, a little over four. Lefty's $327, righty's $302. So keep Johnny Lucroy on your on your uh, mind at $3,300. Then you look a little deeper if Max Stasi gets the start for Houston. He's been getting a lot of starts, especially against lefties, and he's hitting it really, really well. Nice right-handed bat for the uh, Houston Astros. He's 3,200. So if you don't want to go Gaddis and you want a discount, you can go Stasi in that matchup. A guy like uh, James McCann, he's hit lefties really well in his career. Going up against Jordan Montgomery of the New York Yankees. Remember, rain is a possibility in this one. He's 3,200 as another uh, option. So the catchers are a little pricier than normal today for some of the ones we usually get down below. DraftKings messing with their algorithm on us here. Uh, you got guys like Alex Avila hits uh, right-handed pitching really, really, really well. He's three K versus Kenta Maeda. Not really looking to pitch Kenta Maeda, but not really looking to target him either. I'm still really lost on how well he pitched his last time out. Surprised me quite a bit. I'm not a believer in it, but I'm not a a guy to go test that limit just yet. Uh, Austin Hedges of the San Diego Padres having a really good start to the year. He's only hitting a buck fifty-eight. We got some good time power and an OPS of five sixty-eight. The reason why I want to mention that OPS because people will see the average and they get worried, but the OPS tells you what you need to know because that's like all the extra base hits and upside power-wise he has. And he's like that boomer bust guy. He's got like a 0, a 0, then a 14 and a 15, then a 2, then a 9, and then 0, 0, 0, 18. So it's, it's pretty much all or nothing with Hedges, but he hits lefties well. Tie block we know can get beat up at times. Uh, lefties 272, righties 348 versus tie block. So uh, Austin Hedges at 2800 bucks does give you that kind of, you know, the floor might be hitting the bottom, but the upside could be tremendous. We're talking 15-plus point upside if he gets it going. Just takes one swing of the bat, and bam, he's got you going. He's got that potential. A guy I love to use, and maybe with a lefty Freeland pitching for uh, Washington, he'll get the, or Colorado, he'll get the start. But Pedro Severino at 2700 bucks is a guy I definitely will be targeting tonight. He is playing so well. Matt Weeders came back from the DL, got the start last night, but with a lefty on the mound, hopefully Severino finds a, a spot in the lineup tonight at 2,700. I'd really prefer Dave Martinez to put Severino out there over the, the crappy 
Matt Wieters these days. That'd be ideal. Caleb Joseph going against Eduardo Rodriguez at 27. Could be a pump play for you, but I'd rather have Severino at that price point. Bruce Maxwell, if he gets to start for the Oakland A's, he's 2,700. He could be in play for you as well. Martin Maldonado with a fly ball pitcher like Cole Ham- or, uh, Cole Hamels. Jason Hamlet, 27, is an option as well. So check your lineups. There will be some other cheapies that come out down below. But, you know, unlike yesterday, where catchers was just horrible. There are some options, some pricier options, but a few down below that I don't mind looking at either. First base, um, E5, but Justin Smoke, 48. If you are fading Clevenger, could be in play. Uh, Matt Davidson. First base, third base eligible, 4,700, having a really good start to the year. He's walking a bunch, which is great to see from Matt Davis. That's something he used to never, ever do. Um, and he's facing Lance Lynn, who I believe has a kind of a reverse splits type action. Lefty's actually had him really well also, but he's been a mess of late. So a guy like Matt Davis at a 47 could be sneaky. The price tag is kind of scares people away, but could have some upside there. Ryan Braun, first base outfield eligible versus the lefty Mats. We know Ryan Braun in his career has crushed left-handed pitching. He's not having the best of years, but, you know, just like Hedges, a 167 average with a 551 OPS, something to keep in mind there. Problem is Hedges is 2,800 where Ryan Braun is 46. So you pick your poison there, but you, you wouldn't be shocked if he got a couple knocks off Steven Matz. Uh, farther down you go, like a Yonder Alonso against Marcus Stroman, a 42 for a GPP. Carlos Santana against uh, Faria at 41, I do like quite a bit. Santana's been a hard luck guy. You want to talk average versus OPS, a buck 50 average of 620 OPS. That is outstanding. Like we talked about him on the Bench with Bubba podcast I recorded last night. Bench with Bubba episode 86 with Vlad Sedler, one of the best fantasy minds in the game. And we talked about Carlos Santana and how unlucky he's been and definitely a buy low candidate. 4,100 versus Faria could definitely be in play. Um, the Phillies. Lefty's 275, righty's 327 off Rio, but Santana's kind of his own breed. Matt Olson at 41 versus Mike Leak. He's a nice play at that price tag. Don't hate that at all. Ryan Zimmerman does hit lefties well. Uh, 4K versus uh, Freeland. He can be a nice option at that price point. Farther down you go, like Cody Bellinger, 39 versus Granky. You're getting a discount because it's Granky. We know Granky does give up the long ball from time to time. So Cody could be an intriguing play tonight. Same with Joey Gallo. We know. Uh, Garrett Cole has the tendency to give it up to lefties. 3,800 for Gallo could be a sneaky GPP play. One of those that you know could be very, very bad, but the upside's tremendous because not many will own him. The farther down you go, you look at guys like maybe Adrian Gonzalez at 3,400 versus Zach Davies. Adrian's actually coming off. He's playing well this year. He had nine points his last time out. His last three games, nine, nine, and 20. He's playing pretty darn good, hitting almost 300 on the year. I guess write him while you can. The Mets team told us 4-4-2. It's a little above middle of the pack. Lefty's 3-30, righty's 3-20 off Zach Davies. So a guy like Adrian Gonzalez at 3,400 isn't the worst thing you can do, and no one will own him because it's Adrian Gonzalez. Mitchie, two bags. Mitchie Moreland is a really good play today at 3,300 because Hanley Ramirez is likely out. Uh, he had eight points last night when he filled in for Hanley. Hanley got hit in the wrist. They say it's just a bruise, which sucks. But the Red Sox have the highest total right now on the slate of 5-4. Lefty's 449, righty's 393 off Chris Tillman. Everyone's going to be stacking the big bats in Boston. I don't hate it, but Mitchie two bags at 3,300, hopefully hitting like, say, six in that lineup. Really good option there at 3,300. I like that quite a bit. Brandon Belt, 33, not horrible versus Tyson Ross. Not ideal, but not horrible. You go down more, maybe Jesus Aguilar gets a start from Milwaukee. He, a right-handed bat, power bat versus lefties at 3,200. Something to keep an eye on there. Um, other than that, 
Yeah, Lomo at 3K. It's not great, but not bad. But like Justin Boards only 2,900 versus Chad Cool. That's a great play if, if you're not using Cool. Yes, Boards has been very, very inconsistent this year. No sugarcoat in that. But when lefties hit 375 off a guy and in their career, he's just getting spanked by lefties. Justin Moore at 2,900 bucks is outstanding. Last but not least, if you are fading Andy Triggs, uh, Dan Vogelbach is $2,700. So he's another cheap option. I'd rather have Bohr at 29, but Vogelbach at 27 in play. Second base, Altuve is always in play. Dozier, not bad either at 47. Zach Cozart swinging it well at 46. Cano at 45. I like Cano quite a bit at 45 versus Triggs. Uh, we talked about Triggs being a big-time ground ball guy. If he misses in his career, he has given up some, some loud contact. He hasn't yet this year. but uh, And he's got reverse splits. Lefty's 278, righty's 331. But Cano at 45 is worth a look. You go down farther, you got guys like Solarte at 42. Not really what I'm looking to purchase that price tag at. Yohan Moncada at 4K versus Lance Lynn. That's on the radar. Ian Kinsler's back. He's 3,900 versus Jason Hamill. Kinsler led off with a homer yesterday. But like Josh Harrison, right-handed bat versus Peters at 39. I like that quite a bit. He's having a pretty good year, averaging 9.5 DraftKings points per start. Does hit lefties really, really well. So keep Josh Harrison on your radar at 3,900. Uh, Jonathan Scope, career, has been one of the hardest hitters against left-handed pitchers in his time frame. He's 37 versus Eduardo Rodriguez, another guy to circle on your short list. Uh, when you go down, I'm always a fan of Jed Lowry at 3,400 and as Drupal Cabrera at 3,400. Two guys I have zero problem playing above any of those guys I mentioned. I, I think price point, price per dollar, these guys have produced like no one's business. I love these two, night in and night out. I, I kind of hate that... Um, that uh, Cabrera has lost his second base shortstop or second base third base eligibility he used to always have last year. So you can sneak them both in and get some big time value upside in those matchups. Those were some fun ones there. You go down a little farther, you got like Wilmer Flores, uh, 3,200. You prefer him versus a lefty than a righty, but he's there as a cheapie at 32. Whit Merrifield at 3,100. Yes, he hasn't had the best of years, but he hits lefties really, really well. Uh, had an 0 for yesterday. Prior to that, though, a 5, a 10, a 15. So he, he is hitting the ball a little better. He's 3,100 versus Heaney. So that's a, a good value upside type play. Nicky Goodrum of the Detroit Tigers, second base outfield eligible, 3,100 versus Montgomery. Another punt upside type play to look at there. Other than that, maybe Drew Robinson at tw- – or no, that's not Drew Robinson. That's someone else. Um, I'd say check your lineups and see what guys sub 3K are in the lineups. Third base, Arenado's always in play. Josh Donaldson. Jose Ramirez at 48, not bad. But there's Matt Davidson again at 47. You got Cozart. But Anthony Rendon at 4,400. Absolutely love him versus left-handed pitching. Crushes it. He's going to be hitting usually right around fourth or fifth in that lineup behind Bryce Harper. Nationals have the second highest total behind the Red Sox at the moment at 4-9. Lefties 338, righties 346 off Kyle Freeland. So definitely keep your eye on Anthony Rendon at 4,400 bucks. Love that price point there. Alex Bregman as well at 43 versus Cole Hamels. Another great spot to target those two guys there. So if you want to kind of go down and save some money above those top tier guys, I'd start at those two gentlemen there. Matt Chapman's always in play at 4K. That power upside is insane. Moustakis, another good night last night. He's 3,900. It's first a lefty at Heaney, so that's not ideal. He has shown the ability to hit lefties last year and a bit this year to start out. So if you want to be contrarian, you can look at the Moose. Again, watch the weather in that one, but he is an interesting option. You know, farther like Todd Frazier at 36 could be in play for you. Uh, Christian Villanueva, 
the man of three home runs in one night hasn't hit one since. He's hit 212 with an 803 OPS in Santity. But, you know, his game log, 0 Then he had a 5 with a 12, 0-0-50. So it's kind of a boomer bust, but he's 3,400 versus Ty Block. So definite upside there. Louis Valbuena, 33 versus Hamill. Definite upside as well when you're digging down below. Yolmer Sanchez, 3,300 versus Lance Lynn. You could do worse. I don't hate it if you're absolutely punting the position. He's an option. Same as Brian Anderson at 3,200 versus Chad Cool. But uh, like, you, this is what gets me. I know it's Garrett Cole, so I don't like Beltre as much, but he's still only 3,100. He's cheap, cheap. But the cheap, cheap one, and I love Triggs tonight, but if you're not using Triggs, Kyle Seager's 3,100 bucks. Kyle Seager's a good baseball player. Off to a slow start. But, you know, his last four games, 21-9-0-21. He's starting to hit the ball again, hit a couple homers in those four games. Against Triggs at 3,100, definite upside in that matchup. Let's go to the shortstop position, and it's usually let off by the one and only Carlos Correa at 5,100 bucks. He's in play. Manny Machado crushes lefties. I love him at 4,900. If you're paying up a shortstop, that's where you start. That is a great spot. When you're looking at Baltimore, um, where'd they go? About a 4-1-5 total. Lefties 341, righties 312. And then there's the Manny Machado against lefties. So you just look at that. Lador had a good game yesterday. He's 4,800. Didi Gregorius against Fires at 47 is pretty fire. I like that quite a bit. Uh, Trey Turner, especially he's hitting towards the top again like he's been doing with Eaton out. He's 4,500 versus Freeland. He does come into play a little bit there. It's hard. The inconsistency with him is hard to pay that price tag. But the upside is immense in that matchup. You go down a little farther, you got guys like Tim Anderson's okay. He's playing well at 4,300. Corey Seager versus Granke at 42 could have some uh, GPP upside for you. Then you drop down a guy like Andrelton Simmons, crushing the baseball. He's still mid threes. He's 3,600, 12 more points last night. I had him in a, a, an angel stack last night. He's not getting played because look at this, 12, 9, 19, 12. That's his last four games. Playing really, really well, going up against a guy like Jason Hamels, who's, you know, sure, he's boomer bust. Angels have the fourth highest total at 471. Lefty's 328, righty's 322. He's very hittable. So if you don't want to pay up, Simmons at 36 is in play. He bats like six right behind, you know, right in front of Otani and right behind Trout and Pujols and Calhoun and all those, and Upton. A lot of guys that get on base in the one of the best offenses in baseball right now. So definitely keep him under radar. You go down a little farther. And you got guys like Eduardo Escobar at 3,200 against Ronaldo Lopez. If the game plays, that's the big if. Marcus Simeon at 3K is a, a nice value play against Mr. Leak. And then Brandon Crawford at 28. I always look at him if I absolutely want to punt because, you know, he doesn't light the world on fire. He does every once in a while, but he also can get you, you know, three, four, five points at mid price and you just go from there. Uh, Ten of the outfield, you got Harper at 57, Trout at 56, obviously. Stanton. Hoskins, Judge, 52, yes. Betts at 51 against Tillman. Two for sixth price outfielder. you got Chris Tillman. I like that a ton. That's outstanding. Uh, George Springer at 49 versus Hamels is great. J.D. Martinez at 40 against Tillman, great. Nothing against those top guys. Like, I'll play Trout every day of the week. He went fifth homer of the year last night. But uh, you get me Betts and Springer and Martinez at those prices below them. Very intriguing. Uh, Conforto at 40 versus Davies, outstanding. Justin Upton's been crushing it. I love all these plays. All great plays. Depends on how you want to stack things up. Really, it's really all. It's all Captain Obvious plays up top there. But you go down, you got Shohei Yatani. Can't hate you for playing him at 46. He used to get the done three-run triple last night. Got you another 15-plus points. 
getting it done very, very well. R- mentioned Ryan Braun at 46. Uh, you got Chris Davis. Nick Castellanos at 44. I do like quite a bit against the lefty Montgomery. That's a good price tag there for Nicky Castellanos. Quite a good play there. But Starling Marte at 44 is one of my favorite plays at this position. You know, you got those top guys in the 5,600. You got Marte at 44. Hits lefties well. He's stealing bags. He had zero points yesterday, but then 14, 18, 7, 5, 24. So he's swinging it very, very well. Going up against the lefty Peters. I do like Marte at 44 with some upside. Pirates always get low owned. So that's why I like targeting them in good matchups like this. And then a guy like Andrew Benintendi at 4K. That's outstanding. He's been hitting it really well against a guy like Chris Tillman. He's batting second in the lineup. 8, 25, 7, 8, uh, 9, 21, 7. In his last like six games, seven or more points. And every game he's 4K with that big time upside versus Tillman. So give me some Benintendi. D. Gordon at 4K against Triggs. Very, very intriguing there if you want to go that route. Jay Bruce at 4K versus Davies as well. Another nice, intriguing play there. Adam Jones, not bad versus the lefty Rodriguez at 39. Brett Gardner at 38 versus Mike Fires leading off. I like that quite a bit as well for some value. Odubel Herrera at 37 versus Faria. Very solid play as well. The farther down you go, Hunter Renfro is power upside versus the lefty block at 37. Could come into play big time for you there. Uh, Nicky Delmonico is playing okay. I don't run to play him, but he's not bad at 37. I can see the the appeal. But a guy like Howie Kendrick, second base outfield eligible, 3,600 versus Freeland. He crushes lefties. It's in the middle of that Nats lineup, second highest total on the slate. So keep an eye on Howie Kendrick as a target for you as well. Jose Perella at 34 versus Ty Block. He's in play tonight also. Don't hate that. Uh, you go down some more. If you're fading Cole, you want to be GPP contrarian. Sensu Chu at 33 is good. Nova Mazzara at 33 are both options. Aaron Hicks is back off the DL. He's bat, batting, I think, fifth or sixth, sixth last night. He's 3,300 against Mike Fires. Solid-looking play for you. Solid-looking play. Go down a little farther and get to the sub, the, the bottom of the threes. Um, it's not nearly what you're hoping for. Matt Joyce maybe at 31. Cole Calhoun at 31 is still way too cheap. We loved him yesterday. He got us nine DraftKings points for 3,100. I'll take that all day long. Here's his game logs. 9, 17, 10, 7, 3, 14. Lots to like there with Calhoun at 3,100 against Jason Hamels. So he doesn't play again at that price point. Way too cheap. Mentioned Nicky Goodrum of Detroit at 3,100. Second base outfield eligible. Eddie Rosario, Max Kepler, 31 are in play. Uh, Nick Williams, if he plays 3K, is not horrible. Kevin Kiermeyer at 3K versus Vinny Velasquez. If you're not using Vinny, Kiermeyer is a very solid play at 3K. Very, very solid. The guy's like all-star potential player when he's healthy. Um, sure, it's been rocky roads right now, but lefty's at 382, righty's 341 off of Velasquez. So Kiermeyer could be in for a big night at 3K if you want to go basement bargain basement hunting. Farther down you go... Um, Domingo Santana at 3K versus Steven Matz could bring back a nice return. Derek Dietrich against Chad Cool at 3K. I like that quite a bit as a value play if you're not using Cool. Uh, Malik Smith and Zanard Span, $2,900 each. Malik Smith's been playing a lot lately against right handed pitching, so keep him in mind. Both options for you there at $2,900 if you need to punch versus Vinny Velasquez. Drew Robinson at Texas is $29 if you're punting there. Other than that, Hernan Perez, if he gets to start from Milwaukee at 29 versus Mats, I don't hate it. He's a guy who we like to target um, against left-handed pitching. 
But check your lineups for anything below that and see what you, you come up with. Recapping your pitching as the bats are done for the night. Top-priced guys, 9K and above. Clevenger, Cole, Granke. Remember the caveat for Clevenger and Cole. Middle price, 7 and 8K guys. You got Rourke, Triggs, Lopez, Velasquez. Cool in that order. 6K and below, you got Tyson Ross and Andrew Heaney to keep you company. Let's take a look at the BVP for tonight as you pretty much got the stacking options. Red Sox, Nationals, Astros, Angels. Those are the pretty simple ones. You could look at some Indians. Uh, the Mets are intriguing as well. Pirates, there's a couple there I told you about. Um, Free, Cervelli, Marte, Harrison. Look at the right-handed bats in that lineup. And then there's a, there's a few others as well you could target there. BVP. BVP. There wasn't much when I looked last night. There wasn't much at all. At least not decent sample sites. A Corrado Parra, 5 for 14, 2 doubles and a homer off Tanner Rourke. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., 6 for 16, double, triple, homer off Tillman. Benintendi's taking him deep. Brock Holt, 7 for 13 if you want to punt second baseman. Mitch Moreland, 4 for 12 with a double. Mitch, two bags. So there's some options for you there. Adam Jones has taken Eduardo Rodriguez deep twice. Beckham, Mancini, Scope, Crush Davis all have taken him deep. Not good averages, though, at all. Neil Walker, 9 for 19, three doubles and a homer off Mike Fires. Adrian Gonzalez, 4 for 10 off Davies. Suspedis has taken him deep. Justin Bohr, 2 for 2 with a double off Cool. Again, not big sample sizes. Uh, Evan Gaddis, 9 for 26, a double, three homers off Cool. Marisnik, a homer off Hamels, I mean. Uh, Altuve's taking Hamels deep, 6 for 20. Brian McCann's taking him deep three times, has seven doubles. He's 18 for 65. Joey Gallo's 1 for 3 with a homer off of Cole. Lomo, 2 for 3 with a homer off Ronaldo Lopez. Ian Kinsler, 6 for 17, two homers off Jason Hamill. Mentioned him earlier. Trout, 5 for 16 with a homer. Justin Upton, 11 for 43, two doubles, two homers. There's some guys to look at. Corey Seager, 6 for 11 with a double and two homers off uh, Zach Greinke. I mentioned a couple of these guys if you want to be contrarian. Jock Peterson, 4 for 12, three doubles and a homer. Bellinger, 3 for 9 with a double and a homer. Grandal's taking him deep twice. Utley and Kemp as well. Uh, you go a little farther. Johnny Lucroy, I mentioned this BVP versus Mike Leak. He's hitting 519 for 38. That's a sample. Three doubles, two home runs. Keep an eye on that one. Uh, Lowry, three for six with two doubles. Uh, Nick Conley, three for seven with a triple off of Ross. Brandon Belt, six for 17, three doubles off of Tyson Ross. Some things to keep in mind there. But And Perella, one for three with a homer off Ty Block. So there you have it. Quick hits in the books. Check us out on Twitter at the Sports, the Gens, the Sports, DGens.com. Doc's got your UFC on Fox 29 preview podcast out. Great stuff, as always, from Doc. Go check that out. Uh, Francesco released his Italia Serie A weekly picks today. So those are out for your weekend viewing pleasure. we got Around the Base with Bubba and Mo, episode 59 out there, talking a lot of the early action and some other fun, fun stuff. So go check that out. Uh, Base with Bubba, episode 86, dropped last night with Vlad Sedler from Guru Elite. Go check that out. And we got... Uh, Mike Warner from Friends of the Fantasy Benefits on episode 85 earlier this week. So a lot of good stuff to check out. Hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick with your questions. But more importantly, join the SD Slack chat. It all starts with you guys. The more active you guys are in there, the more active I'll be with you guys. Uh, I got a lot going on. But if you have questions, I'm here to answer. And everybody can help each other out and have it, make it a fun, big community where we can get stuff accomplished and uh, lots of fun there. So check that out. If you need an invite, hit me up. Remember, draftdraft.com, promo code SD Sports for a free entry into a $3 tournament. But enjoy your weekend. You have a 13-game Friday night slate to, to attack. You got UFC on Saturday night. 
NASCAR, golf, all kinds of great stuff this weekend. We got the NHL playoffs, a big Sharks win last night. NBA playoffs coming up. Tons of great sports. Check it all out. Enjoy your weekend. MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday 13th edition is in the books. I'm out.